Throughout these conversations, we use colourful language and discuss topics of an adult nature. Listener discretion is advised. You don't know anyone else who is like you to ask them questions, you know? These doctors, they just sort of like scare you, like, okay, cancer, you need to do the surgery. And I remember waking up from the hospital, opening up the sheets and looking down and I was like, fuck, like, I had this huge almost kind of like c-section scar on my on my belly and i was like oh my gosh like it was quite a traumatic experience it was almost done for me like from a young age like if we do this this surgery if you take this hormone then you will be you'll be normal you'll be like no one will be able to know like no one will be able to tell people aren't comfortable with their own genitals and their own bodies that's why people stay quiet and it's taken me a long time to, you know, come to terms with it. But like, hey, if we can do it, you can too. You could be forgiven for never having heard the term intersex. You would be in the majority. But the group of bodily variations this umbrella term encompasses is anything but rare. According to experts, 1.7% of the population are born with natural differences in their sex characteristics. If these figures are to be believed, this would mean there are over a million intersex people living in the UK today, based on the 2020 population estimates by the National Office of Statistics. So why is there still such a lack of awareness and representation? For decades, our community has been surgically and hormonally, socially and historically erased. Even within LGBTQIA spaces, in which many intersex folks seek refuge, the I is, at best, hastily tacked onto the end of the acronym, or at worst, overlooked entirely. I'm mindful of my, I don't want my tears in this, in, in this recording to say to people, it's a tragedy. I'm not crying because it was a tragedy. Well, I'm not crying now because <laughs> I've talked myself through it, but I'm not, I wasn't crying then. I am not a tragedy, none of us are. What was tragic, if you like, is people's reactions. And, and, and it's on them, and it sits with them. The tragedy of the situation sits on their shoulders, and it's for them to let go of that notion of tragedy and instead be joyful of our, for our existence and give us space to feel joy in ourselves. To me, spiritually, it feels like, you know, this is just me because I'm witchy, but I think intersex people have, like, a special connection to the divine, just knowing that, like, we stand at the threshold of two things and aren't either one and just are like... The liminal spaces. Exactly, the liminal space. And liminal spaces can be achieved through meditation, through transcendence, through like trips, psychedelics, through, you know, and but to have a life that's like one long liminal space that never ends, for me, it just makes it so that someone is naturally inclined to be able to perceive the world on different psychic dimensions. A friend of mine asked me the other day if I regret, and I was like, no, like I don't regret doing it. You know, it's so liberating to just live on this planet knowing that you are being your true self and, you know, you're not conforming to how society wants you to be. Enter Interview, a brand spanking new DIY podcast conceived to centre and celebrate intersex connection, visibility, diversity, and most importantly, joy. 
You'll hear a collection of unmediated stories coming to you directly from the horse's mouth. In every eponymous episode, I have the pleasure of introducing a new trailblazer, all leaders within their respective fields and exceptional members of the global intersex community. My name is Danny Coyle, also known as Intersexy, and I will be your host for the next seven episodes.